It's the JT The Brick Show. They get the snap ball. Hand off Jacobs. That's the first down of the goal. 15-10. 5. Touchdown Raiders. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Raiders bring a blitz. He is smothered and brought down. Max Crosby came around for the sack. Your silver and black home to sound off for over 20 years. Shotgun snap to Stidham. Lobs to your corner for Adams. Makes the grab in the corner. Touchdown Raiders. An absolutely perfect pass. And Adams dragged his feet in the back left corner. And now, filling in for JT today is Harry Ruiz. Raider Nation, what's good? It's great to be back here on Raider Nation Radio on a huge day for not only the Silver and Black, but for the whole NFL family. Today, the 2023 schedule will be released in its totality. We already know who is going to be playing in the international games and the Raiders won't be doing the trek all the way to Europe this year. There's no games in Mexico City, so all the international games will be between the UK and Germany. The Raiders won't be playing the Buffalo Bills in London despite some misinformation spread on social media. Shame on you if you spread those graphics on your profiles and had people paying for flights to go all the way to London or the Kansas City Chiefs in Germany. So that's good for the Silver and Black. They won't have to get those extra miles on the air and the extra hours of flying time all the way to Europe and they'll be able to play all their games in American soil. And today, we already have one game 100% confirmed by the NFL for the Raiders' schedule. Week 16 at Kansas City on Christmas Day. The Raiders will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. That game, 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff, and it's going to have the broadcast on CBS and also simulcast on Nickelodeon. So if you want to watch all those slimes going off in the end zone and everything like that, the kiddos, they can enjoy that broadcast on Nickelodeon. If that's your cup of tea, I'll be calling the game, so I won't be watching that. I'll be watching the action on the field. And there's some other leaks that I actually believe from the sources that they're coming from. So we'll be talking about that but heads up those leaks are coming from other organizations to reporters that have a good reputation those I'll talk about the Raiders they keep their lips shut and they don't say nothing this organization they are very well ran and they absolutely won't leak anything there's people that were saying that that Buffalo Bills against Raiders in London game that that was a leak no that was misinformation being spread nobody actually shared that if you saw that graphic you know them you knew the moment that you saw it that it was fake so I hope you didn't get tricked into that I always say with the Raiders you always wait until an official announcement because it's never finalized but the thing here is it takes two to tango the Raiders they don't play against themselves in games they play against somebody else and in other organizations there are leaks so for now we know the Kansas City Chiefs game in Kansas is official on Christmas Day which by the way is a Monday 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff 
And there's other games that we'll talk about in a bit. Today's guest here on Raider Nation Radio. I'm excited to bring on somebody I met last year in the Boletnikov uh, Foundation, the Crab Fest, that Freddie and Angela are very gracious to invite me to every year to go and do interviews. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. He does a fantastic job online covering the Raiders from a fan perspective. And I wanted to bring on somebody to talk about the Silver and Black, and I thought he would be a fantastic guest. We'll have him on in hour number one. Then in hour number two, we're going to show some love to the other franchises out here in town because it's not only football being played in Las Vegas right now. There are teams in action. Of course, the Vegas Golden Knights in the playoffs, second round action. Unfortunately, last night, they got beat by Edmonton, and now this series pretty much becomes a two out of three. Whoever wins two games out of the next three makes it into the conference finals. The Vegas Golden Knights, they got a tough challenge, but it's been a back-and-forth fight. One Game one for the Golden Knights, game two for Edmonton, game three for Vegas, game four for Edmonton. I think the series, the way I'm, I've been watching it and being part of the road broadcast for the Vegas Golden Knights, I think that's the way it's going to keep going. It's going to be tough for a team to win back-to-back games, and that's the good thing about having a uh, home ice advantage for the Vegas Golden Knights. If they win their home games, they're into the next round. To talk about the Golden Knights, we're bringing in the Spanish voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, Jesus Lopez, who's actually on his way back to Vegas after calling these last two games out there in Canada. We'll talk about the Golden Knights' chances to make it to the next round. What happened last night? Because... It's been a roller coaster. It's been high highs and low lows for the Vegas Golden Knights in this second round, so we'll talk about it with him. And then also in our number two, the Las Vegas Lights FC, the soccer, the professional soccer team here in Vegas. They got their third consecutive home game coming up this Saturday, and we're going to be talking with midfielder Andrew Carlton, very experienced in American soccer. He debuted in a very young age, and he's still very young, and he's like six years into his pro career, so we'll be talking to him. They're winning so far this season, but they've been playing very competitive soccer. They played their first six games on the road, and that's very tough. And now they've had back-to-back home games. They close their homestand at Cashman Field this Saturday against FC Tulsa at 7.30 p.m. So we got you covered with Vegas sports. But, of course, the big topic of conversation is this schedule release. And Raider Nation, I want to hear from you because... I saw some people on social media saying it's like, oh, it's the NFL trying to take the spotlight from every sport that is being played right now. And, of course, right now you got hockey in the playoffs. You got the NBA in the playoffs. You got baseball going into May. You got soccer going on with MLS, with USL Championship, the Women's World Cup. And the NFL, they don't, they're not trying to steal anybody's thunder. It's just the nature of the machine. It's May. You got thousands of people that are waiting for 5 p.m. to hit to be able to start going onto all the websites to book flights, to be able to reserve hotel rooms out here in Las Vegas and in other cities, get rental cars, because the moment that schedule gets released, you probably get 10 to 15 minutes of getting decent prices. After that, then those prices are going to rise like crazy because all the airlines are going to be, hey, all those flights to Vegas are getting booked very fast. 
get those prices to be even higher, and then people have to pay even more. So I know of plenty of people that have 5 p.m. scheduled on their calendar, on their agenda, and are going to be refreshing social media and watching ESPN2 and watching NFL Network to be able to get those reservations done. And I want to ask you, Raider Nation, which of the home games or the road games for the Vegas Raiders are you the most excited about to officially know when and which day and at what time those games are going to be happening. Call me, 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line here on Raider Nation Radio in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. So let me know. I'm here live. I want to hear from you. Today, it's the day. Vegas Raiders against, of course, divisional opponents, Denver, Kansas, and Chargers here at home, and add the games against the Jets, Packers, Patriots, Vikings, Steelers, and Giants. On the road, the same three divisional opponents, Denver, Kansas, L.A. Eh, you can't call it an away game. That's pretty much a home game in Southern California. On the road, Chicago, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, and Indianapolis. Which games... Are you trying to book those flights for? Are you trying to reserve those hotel rooms for and getting those rental cars ready for in this 2023 schedule? Because we've known the opponents for a while. Pretty much since the end of the Week 18 game against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Raiders, they've known who they're going against. Now it's time to know when. And believe me, me from a broadcaster perspective, I need to get those games settled down and knowing when I'm going to be 100% booked. And I've seen the rumors of a couple of Monday night football games. So let's see if those end up happening because the Raider Nation, they had a reason to be pissed off last year when those primetime games, they weren't going to Raiders games. And heck, one of those primetime games ended up being taken away from the Silver and Black because they weren't doing well. And their opponent, the New England Patriots, weren't doing well um, as well. So week 15, that got eliminated. Last year, what was it? Monday Night Football against the Chiefs, I remember. The Rams on the road, um, Thursday Night Football. And then week 16, The Pittsburgh Steelers, that was a Christmas Eve game that they were on NBC by themselves and they had the whole nation watching. So those were three road games where the Raiders were on primetime, none at home. The one they had scheduled against the Patriots, that was going to be a Sunday night football game, got taken away. Now let's go with some of the rumors. And I like telling you who it's coming from with it being a reliable source. Week three. The Pittsburgh Steelers coming to Vegas, that's what Andrew Filippini from 93.7, the fan out in Pittsburgh, is reporting. Week three, the Steelers in Vegas. And then week five, Matt Schneidman from The Athletic is saying that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be facing the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. Why would Monday Night Football want this matchup? Well, it's the first time that Devontae Adams, after being drafted in the 2014 NFL Draft by the Green Bay Packers, is going to be facing his former team. So that has a big storyline attached to it, of course. No Aaron Rodgers on the field, but you still get Devontae Adams. Is he going to cook against his former team? Is he not going to cook against his former team? That's going to be very, very interesting. So those two games are from reliable sources that I'm comfortable with saying that's pretty much a done deal. 
And those are leaks, of course, that are going from the Steelers organization towards reporters, from the Packers organization towards reporters. These other two, or well, actually three games, I got question marks attached to them because I don't absolutely trust who it's coming from. But today is completely different than last year. Remember that Twitter account that was rolling around and just posting daily, hey, this is a leak, this game is happening, this game is happening, this game is happening, and then on release day, they posted, we just wanted to show you guys how people can post stuff and folks are going to believe it. These are coming from sources that aren't 100% effective, but that they have shared information in the past. Week 8, folks are saying, at Detroit, Monday Night Football. Week 9 versus the New York Giants, Doug Rush from Fansided, he's saying that here in Vegas. And week 14, Skull Bros, a Twitter account from Minnesota that covers the Minnesota Vikings, are saying that in week 14, the, the Minnesota Vikings will be in Vegas. So that's a later in the season schedule. So those are rumors. These last three, I can't put the stamp of approval that they're happening. But the first two, week three against Pittsburgh and week five against Green Bay, from the sources that they're coming, I trust them. So let's see. 5 p.m., the schedule release is happening. Special shows on ESPN2 and on NFL Network. But where you have to be tuned in from the moment it happens, it's going to be the Raiders' social media channel. We are focused on the Raiders, and we want to see where the Raiders are going at which dates and who is coming to Las Vegas on which days and be able to start marking those calendars and knowing for sure the days that the Vegas Raiders are going to be here. Another rumor is that the Raiders are starting off on the road and then playing back-to-back home games. And that's something important because unlike last year where the Raiders had eight home games and nine road games with how the schedule got changed with 17 regular season games, now the Raiders in 2023, they get nine games at Allegiant Stadium and eight games on the road. So the schedule, the way that it's going to be managed is going to be very interesting for the Silver and Black because I got pissed off last year when I saw the schedule that the Raiders had three home games in the first nine weeks. And you could include the bye week right there in the middle in week six that I didn't like the placement of it too. But three home games in the first nine weeks in the first eight games and then four home games in the first 12 weeks, pretty much three months in the first 11 games, that, in my opinion, was a hard hit for the silver and black. And then you finished with four home games in the last six weeks. Well, that's cool. But then the Raiders were pretty much in a difficult situation with a slow start that they had. Of course, there were some of the, those games that they let go, like the Arizona game out here in Las Vegas, that if you win that game, then it changes everything completely. Or the Tennessee game that was super close, the Chargers game that had a slow start. So with having nine home games in an 18-week schedule, including a bye week, that changes the scenario. And if the Raiders start on the road in week one, then that means that the Silver and Black will have nine home games out of their last 16 scheduled games. So that means it's going to be Vegas heavy after week one. And I love that. Why? Because it's better to play at the Death Star than playing anywhere else. And I need those Raider fans right now to start booking those flights to come out to Las Vegas or start getting those hotel rooms or start hitting up your friends that live out here in Las Vegas. Yo, is your couch taken? Can I reserve it for that weekend? I'll party. I'll buy the beers. 
I'll take care of you at the hotels, at the casinos, if you let me stay in that in that in that couch that's very coveted in your house because I know a lot of Raider fans that they are comfortable welcoming people in their own homes. Shout out to my friend Gabriel Gomez from the Wrecking Crew out there in uh, he's from here in Vegas, but he represents the Wrecking Crew in Mexico and every home weekend that the Raiders play out here in Las Vegas, he hosts like six or seven people from all over Mexico, from all over the United States, people that come in from Hawaii and that's something big. Raider Nation you help each other and you take care of your people and that's what right now today is such a big day for that. The Raiders release their schedule and also today is a very important day for the social media folks all around the country in the NFL um, circles because you want to beat the competitiveness of the other folks on how they do their release you know what you're doing you don't know what the other teams are doing and you got to put your best effort out there because you want to go viral anybody can do what they were doing 10 years ago and just posting here's a graphic with our 16 games back then of how we're going to play our regular season games, where and when. Nowadays, you got to bring in creativity. You got to bring in uh, something innovative that is going to make you stand out over the rest. And I like the schedule release from the Raiders last year. Let's see what they can do this year and if they can beat other teams because you look who was it, Detroit, that brought in the fake uh, policemen and the defense mechanisms and all that. That was entertaining. The Chargers, I'm not a big anime guy, and believe me, I hate giving props to the Chargers. But they they had a very interesting release, and they went viral, and congrats to them. And now they got another big opportunity to do something. I hope the Raiders outshine them. And somebody that I know for sure is keeping their eye on that 5 p.m. schedule release is the Black Hole. Shout out to Cisco, shout out to Mark Jones, shout out to everybody that's keeping the black hole bigger and better than ever since 1995. They've been the foundation of the nation with over 40 chapters worldwide. I was there at their parties last year and they were popping. So if you bleed silver and black and want to connect with other diehard fans, then visit theblackhole.com and become an official member of football's most notorious fans. You'll get a black hole members only t-shirt. 20% off all merchandise and much more. Visit theblackhole.com and become an official member of the Black Hole today. I know that their home opener party, it's always next level. It's sometimes even better than their season-ending party because everybody comes in and they're excited about the season and it's like, hey, you know what? It's like a family reunion. You haven't seen a lot of people since the last season ended, so that season opening party is going to be popping with the Black Hole. And if you want a discount on your tickets, theblackhole.com. Become an official member today. Let's go to a break, Raider Nation, and we'll be right back with our first guest of the day, Murph from Raiders Fan Radio is going to be joining us. We'll talk everything silver and black coming up after this break. the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. With the seventh pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson, 
Defensive end, Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson. Man, I got high hopes on this guy. We need future prospects on that line to become what Max Crosby has become since being drafted in 2019. And when Crosby was drafted, nobody had any hooplas or hurrahs around him. It's like, okay, we got a guy from Eastern Michigan, and look what he has become. The player with the most pressures in the NFL in the last two years and a guy that is getting a lot of respect from every NFL player that has gone against him and that has seen him on the field. They know he's the real deal. Let's go to the phone lines. We got our first guest of the day here on Raider Nation Radio on the JT The Brick Show. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. I had the honor of meeting him last year on the Boletnikov Foundation Crab Fest. He actually invited me to go on the air with him and his crew and had a great time chatting with him. They made a big donation to the Boletnikov Foundation that day and we've kept in touch on social media and i was like you know what let's bring him on the air here today on raider nation radio how are you murph i'm doing fantastic harry appreciate you having me on of course man and if right now what everybody is focused on is on the schedule release on getting those trips ready on coming out to vegas on going out to all the road games uh, but before we get into that let me know what you thought about the Raiders draft here in 2023 where they had 12 picks. They ended up packing, packaging some of those to move up in the draft, and they ended up getting nine players. What did you think about it? Yeah, I thought overall, I mean, it, it certainly was defense heavy, which we knew, and then and then also to pull an offensive stud like Michael Mayer out um, that I, I know Raider Nation is incredibly excited for. Uh, I, I know he's got the nickname of Baby Gronk, but we've been calling him Baby Dave uh, around Raiders fan radio just because he's out of Notre Dame, wears the number 87, and, and uh, you know, reminds us a lot of Dave Casper. So uh, we're definitely excited for him, and like you mentioned with, with Tyree, I mean, we definitely have the all-arms team now when it comes to our, our defensive ends and our edge rushers. Uh, and then the other player I'm really excited about, too, is that we got later in the draft is Christopher Smith. Uh, really excited uh, watching him and can't wait to see what he can bring uh, to our secondary. I mean, I know that he had some knocks against him and when, in terms of, like, combine performance and whatnot, but, you know, ball don't lie. And that guy's got incredible instincts and uh, just looking forward to seeing what, uh, what he's going to do in our secondary. Yeah, when you look at Chris Smith's tape, it's like, hey, this guy is a high IQ player. He knows what he's doing on the field, and sometimes you have players like a Hunter Renfro that he isn't going to be a spectacle when you go through all those drills in the combine, but when you watch them on the field, you know you got ballers, and that's what the Raiders need right now. They need playmakers, and you also look look at that linebacker they took in the sixth round, Amari Bernie from Florida, and you add the turnovers that Chris Smith created, and you're like, hey, you know what? These two guys, they can end up wrecking havoc in that defense. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what we needed, right? We needed impact players. Uh, we need guys to come in there and, and get the ball back, you know, get the ball back for our offense, and uh, and you know, that's something that, you know, we've, we've missed uh, as a team for, for a while now is, is players that can go out there and get the ball. You know, we saw a little bit with Deron Harmon, uh, last year, what he was able to bring in terms of you know being a little bit of a ball hawk for us, and so yeah, hopefully we we can return to that, create some darn turnovers for this defense. Talking about the preseason isn't sexy, isn't something that people are going to go crazy about and say it's like oh my god, this is entertaining. But you go into last year's 
preseason, and we were talking about uh, the rookies and Alex Leatherwood and the guys that were going to play between the Hall of Fame game and then the three preseason games that the Raiders had besides that Hall of Fame game. I think with this rookie class that the Raiders drafted and then the battle, the positions in the different, um, the, the battles in the different position rooms, including wide receiver, this this preseason for the Raiders can be more entertaining than most in the past, right? I totally agree. I'm, I, you know, I always kind of get a kick out of the out of the, the the preseason games just for that exact idea. There, you get to watch the position battles unfold. You get to see the rookies and how they're going to start developing right away. And especially with with this many uh, new players coming in, and especially being on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, we're all anxious to to see this Raiders defense improve. And it sure would be nice to see. Uh, See the development. You know, of course, the, the scores don't matter, and a lot of times even the competitive competitiveness of the game doesn't matter. It's just all about watching the players develop and seeing what the, you know, especially being there at the game, being in Allegiant Stadium where you can see the whole field and watch it unfold and watching the way that they're reading plays. And uh, it's, 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 I get a kick out of it too, Harry, and I'm excited for this one. Out of this free agency that the Raiders concluded, well, I mean, that they started off hot and they brought in some players, is there anybody that is like you're, you want to keep your eye on besides Jimmy Garoppolo that, of course, is the big name in the quarterback room and it's the presumed starter uh, that we all have in mind? Uh, is there anybody that you want to keep your eye on and be like, yo, you know what? This guy can be someone for the Raiders and can be a difference maker. Yeah, I mean, to keep it, uh, you know, again, at the safety spot and keep it up the middle of the field. It's been a long time since we had a, you know, I mean, probably back to Charles Woodson, maybe since we had a really impactful um, safety. And so, you know, just in being a fan of that position and uh, just I, I really think that we've improved uh, greatly there by adding on a guy like Marcus Epps. And uh, and so I'm curious to see what what he's going to be able to uh, to bring to that team. And really, uh, when you look at our safety room in general, um, it's pretty well rounded at this point. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Merrick have a, a little bit of a bounce back uh, and, and being the player that we all know that he can be. And and yeah, so I, I think Marcus Epps and, and just the uh, not only the experience uh, but also his play that he, that he's bringing. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then of course, like you mentioned, it with with Jimmy G, which is kind of the Almost feels like it's a great unknown uh, at this point on, on what we're going to get. I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm encouraged by it. Um, I know a lot of Raider fans are. And, uh, you know, we're just obviously the big concern is him being healthy. But um, I, th- I think that it uh, uh, was a good move for the Raiders and, and looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to this offense, not only on the field, but in terms of leadership and whatnot as well. In the Raider Nation, you got a little bit of everything. You got people that is all that we always see stuff ha- ha- glass half full, but you also people that got, that see a glass half empty or heck that see the glass empty. So this is going to be very important the way they kick off things. And for that, we need to know what the schedule is going to look like. And so far, we only got one game confirmed from the NFL. Raiders against Chiefs late in the season, Christmas Day in Kansas City. You know it's going to be cold as hell out there. The Chiefs, unfortunately, have been in the, beaten the Raiders in their last five matchups. Um, do you like where this game is set up late in the season for the Raiders? Yeah, absolutely I do, because I think this is our, uh, this is our shot to knock them out. You know, I mean, I, I'm always a big fan of like, you know, I don't, I want the Raiders to, obviously you don't want to have the toughest schedule and, and, and things that, but you can't really, you know, we, we can't control that stuff. So I, as a fan, I just look at it and like, okay, like we want to be able to take their best punch and their best punch is going to be the last game of the year 
they may or may not be playing for anything, which is always interesting. You know, if they've already got a seed locked up, um, they they may or may not be put, um, where we might be, you know, scraping for a, a wild card or, or something like that. Or at a minimum, you know, if there's a chance for us to play spoiler. I'll never forget that game in 1999, where, you know, when, when John Gruden and the Raiders went into, uh, went into Kansas City and, and took them out and knocked them out of the playoffs. And it began the, the kind of the resurgence uh, of the Raiders in those early 2000s and, uh, rest in peace, Daryl Russell walking off the field, looking down the barrel of the camera saying, yeah, we going home, but they're going home too. And, and so I like that idea that the Raiders are going to play our absolute arch rival uh, on the last game of the season when, when potentially there's a lot riding on it. Yeah, week 16, so there's still two more games after that. But, heck, Christmas Eve, I, I, I saw some folks on social media saying, the NFL has something against us. They had us play on Christmas Eve last year. They got us on Christmas Day this year. I'm like, guys. There's one thing the NFL can't control, and that's when Christmas Eve and Christmas Day land on the schedule, on the calendar, because last year it was Saturday, Sunday. This year it's Sunday, Monday. I'm like, there's teams that have to play. Pretty much every team is playing in those dates, and there's folks that love getting up early on Christmas Day, and then you know what? You get to watch that game at 10 a.m. Pacific time, so it's going to be very interesting. So there's two reports that I absolutely can trust that I look at, and they're reliable sources. Pittsburgh, week three here in Las Vegas. We know that team is managed very well by Mike Tomlin. Kenny Pickett, second year in a row that these two teams are going to be facing each other, Raiders and, and Steelers. And then week five, potential Monday night football game between the Raiders and the Packers. Getting those two games out of the way early against Kenny Pickett, who is coming into his second season, and Jordan Love, who is going to be playing in his first year as a starter with Green Bay. Having them early, do you like that? The, those guys aren't probably in full force yet? Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I'm curious to see what that Pittsburgh game is going to look like. You know, Pittsburgh travels well. They're the, you know, they're one of the few teams that can rival Raider Nation in terms of taking over a stadium. And, uh, you know, we've seen what, what, what they can do. And I mean, even back in Oakland, uh, sadly, uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, games where there was an awful lot of terrible towels in the crowd. And you didn't see that very often at the Oakland Coliseum, uh, see it getting taken over by, by an opposing team. But it, it certainly ran close when Pittsburgh was in town. So I'm curious to see how, how that's going to look. And, you know, this is a team that's going to be greatly improved to obviously a, a longtime uh, AFC rival of the Raiders and, and uh, always good when you see these two teams get together. Uh, there's so much history uh, between those two organizations, you know, going back into the, you know, especially in the, into the seventies when they met five straight times in the, in, in the AFC playoffs. And so um, I'm always a big fan of that Raiders Steelers game and, and, and nothing better than if, if we do get a lot of Steelers fans show up at Allegiant stadium and we will let's send them home back to Pittsburgh moping. There you go. So I got to ask you a question. I got a friend of mine, Rachel Brown, off the hook, that she gets pissed off whenever Raider fans get asked by the PA announcers to wave their white towels that they leave on their seats. What's your opinion? And she's like, that's Pittsburgh's thing. Let's uh, let us have our own thing and let's create something. Are you okay with Raider fans waving those towels, even though it's pretty much a Pittsburgh thing that you see out there with their terrible towels? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's fine, I guess. Uh, you know, from as a fan, but I am a, a big fan though of things happening organically. You know, when you look at things like you know, like the black hole, like you were talking about just a little bit ago. You know, that happened out of fans. Fans developed that, created that, built that, and turned it into what it is today. That wasn't anything that was contrived by a marketing department with focus groups and things like that. So I'm a big fan of things that just happening on their own. Uh, you know, there are some traditions, I guess, that can be, that could be implemented that are that are cool. But yeah. 
Yeah, it's just like people that, that say like it's it, like it's nails on a chalkboard whenever I hear somebody say Cowboys Nation, you know, or Steeler Nation or any, anything nation. No, there's one nation. It's ours. It's Raider Nation. And anybody else like you're sorry, you're not. And so that kind of runs, I guess, a little bit in that thing with the towels. But I mean, at least they're, you know, it's fine. Again, it's fine. I, I don't know. And heck, it goes to other sports, too. I'm a Dodgers fan. You know that. And I see people, hey, Dodgers Nation. And I'm like, no, sorry, guys. I ain't going to say that. It's one nation. It's the Raider Nation. Murph, the moment I announced you on social media, I had tons of people happy that you were going to come up on the air. I love your programming. I love all the stuff you do on Raiders Fan Radio. Let the folks here on Raider Nation Radio know what you guys do online and all the content that you provide to the Silver and Black fans. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, so our show is Raiders Fan Radio. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We're also on every single podcast uh, service that exists. You can just search for Raiders Fan Radio. And um, and also one of the things that's big about our show now is that um, we figured out we could make money with it uh, back in 2019. And so we formed our own nonprofit. It's called the One Nation Foundation. And we give at this point to strictly Raiders-related charities, uh, the Boletnikovs being the biggest uh, that we that we donate to. But um, we've also given to the Stabler XOXO Foundation. Um, we've given to, to, to various Raiders-related charities including this year we're giving uh, to the Vegas Raider dad folks who nice. uh, take uh, underprivileged kids to Raider games and, and allow them to have those experiences with their families. Uh, and so it, just we're really proud of that portion of it uh, that's, that's kind of come from our show. And it's really become now where the show really supports the foundation. And, uh, and so we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to seeing you again at the Blitnikoff dinner this year. And speaking of the schedule release, like you, you mentioned about how fans you know, plan their travel – when we get the dates of those games in October and November, that's going to determine when the foundation dinner is, and that's going to determine our plans to come out to Vegas for our uh, for the home game this year. Man, JT the Brick, he's a big supporter of the Boletnikov Foundation. I was out there in their golf tournament a couple of weeks ago and had a fantastic time with all the folks supporting the Boletnikov Foundation. But the Crab Fest, I mean, man, tell the people what kind of event that is because you get to meet the who's who in the Raider Nation. You get to mingle with them. You get to interact. You get to bid on big items that they have that are experiences and all that. Can you tell the folks about the Boletnikov Foundation where you guys have been out there and doing your shows live and then supporting the foundation how big that event is oh it's it's amazing it's a fan's dream come true so we went out in 2019 was the first year that we were there to present a check from our foundation uh and then of course we were there this this last year and um it it is i mean it's you know we've met i mean we've met Tom Flores, I've met Raymond Chester, of course, Mark Davis, uh, Marcus Allen, um, Jim Plunkett, Phil Villapiano, of course, Freddie and Angela are, are, are just absolute saints, uh, just the, the best of the best. Um, but it, the, the amount of Raider legends that are just walking around uh, at this event, and then as you mentioned this last year, we were able to broadcast uh, live from there, and, and you were our very first guest. Thank you very much for, for sitting down with us. We had a blast talking to you, but uh, we also talked to Rod Martin. Uh, you, you know, we had Shooter McGavin on the show. Uh, you know, Christopher McDonald uh, sat in with us for a while. Um, just, a, you know, lots of good folks. Wayne Mabry, the violator, sat down with us. Um, just really, really fun experience. And, and it really is. It's a fan's dream come true. And, and the thing that we love most about it is that, you know, Raider Nation, like, we are a community of fans 
that support one another and lift each other up. And when we say this Raider Nation thing is a family, like we're not, that's not hyperbole. Like it really is family. And when you see organizations, you know, like the Bulletnikoffs and what they're doing to, you know, provide uh, rehabilitative services and counseling services for these young women that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse, um, the way that they're uplifting those communities and the, and the work that they're doing, it's absolutely inspiring. And that's, again, that's the reason that we, we wanted to form our own, too, because we wanted to be able to support people that were doing that kind of work and, and basically be an extension for that. And so it really is. It's, it's an amazing event. Um, you know, the, the company and the food is fantastic. And we've had the good fortune again now for three, three times now to go up there and present it. And the, like as a fan, again, and I'm just a fan. I mean, I'm not a broadcaster or a journalist or not. I'm just a goofy guy in my pot in my you know bonus room that does a, a show with my friends and to go up on stage and like present a check and to like address the crowd of these Super Bowl legends uh, it, it, and Raider legends. It's just, it's mind blowing, Harry. And then, and so, yeah, thank you uh, for asking about it. And I, I, you can tell I'm a podcaster. I talk a lot. Uh, you know, I could go on and on about it all night. It's, it's just an amazing experience. That's what it's all about, brother. Follow Raiders Fan Radio on Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Murph does a fantastic job. If you're looking for Murph, it's not M-U-R-P-H. It's M-U-R-F. So underscore M-U-R-F on Twitter. They do Him and his crew, they do a fantastic job generating content. I crack up every time I see your TikToks. Those are funny as hell, too. So have folks check you out. Uh, Murph, I hope to bring you on again one of these days. And next time when we're, you're in town for the Boletnikov Foundation event let's grab a bite to eat before it absolutely i would love to and i I appreciate you again for having me on harry and look forward to the next one fantastic check out murph check out raiders fan radio they do a fantastic job online and uh, i really really enjoy chatting with him and his crew so let's do it again soon I also, you know, I love talking with the Raider Nation here on the JT The Brick Show whenever I get invited. I tell everybody, it's like, hey, the phone lines are open at every time except when I have guests on the line. But I've had Snow Raider waiting for a bit for me. So, Snow Raider, how are you? All the way to Tahoe. Muchas gracias, Bobby. Muchas gracias, Harry. We're going to do it in Spanish. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> bien, bien. Gracias y vos. Muy bien, muy bien. What's on your mind, man? Are you ready for the schedule release today? Yeah, I am. But before that, I want to personally say you inspire me. Mi esposa is Argentina. I'm constantly uh, trying to improve my Spanish. Um, And your story of where you've come and what you've done is inspiring to me. So thank you for that. And uh, vamos, Argentina. There you go, the World Cup champions, Argentina. I appreciate you, man. I mean, I try my best. I've gotten very lucky to have a big supporter in JT the Brick and folks out here in Raider Nation Radio, Lotus Broadcasting, Natalie Marsh, Q Myers, the whole crew have been very supporting. Clay Baker, when I was filling in in the morning, I mean, I never dreamed that I would be doing this. Jesus Lopez, Elocotlan from the Spanish side of things. It's just been great. It's just, hey, you put in the work, you try your best, you prepare yourself, and you just got away they don't call it luck it's just when preparation meets an opportunity so we're we're out here living life living life one day at a time that's all we got guaranteed so what do you have in mind snow raider are you ready for the schedule release which game are you most looking forward to on the on when it gets played yeah for sure uh the steelers game that's the one i'm looking for i didn't hear that week three thing until you mentioned it earlier but uh i tried to go to that 50th anniversary last year in pittsburgh I got a really good best friend for 30 years. He's all Steelers. We just couldn't make that happen. 
So um, I think I'm going to be able to lure him to Vegas, though, uh, with a home game with the Steelers. So I'm looking forward to that announcement so I can, like you said, i got to hop on early, get some flights. I could even drive there if I had to or get a hotel room and then have him come in and uh, we'll whoop it up and we'll send him home crying. There you go. That's what I love to hear. And, yeah, I know a lot of folks from Mexico, they're looking into that game too because there's Raider fans, there's Steeler fans. They don't like each other when it comes to that rivalry. So that Steelers game is definitely going to be one circled in everyone's calendar. Snow Raider, I appreciate the good words, and I hope to talk to you soon next time I'm on the air. Yeah, muchas gracias, Caminana. Vamos, Raiders. Vamos, Malosos. Vamos, Raiders. Let's go to one more call before we go to break. No, we go to break first because we got to give a shout-out to our sponsors like Remy Martin. Looking for a place to cool off and let loose on Saturdays? Then head over to the M Resort Daydream Pool. Throughout the month of May, every Saturday from noon to 3 p.m., Daydream Pool will be sampling Cointreau cocktails that are featured on their expensive cocktail menu. So come get Cointreau at the M Resort Daydream Pool with Remy Martin. Let's go to a break, and we'll be right back here on Raider Nation Radio with the JT The Brick Show. To the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. They want a screen. Nobody's coming up the screen. Curry will go one-on-one with Walker with three. With two, backs up into a three. It's up and good! At the buzzer! Golden State will take an 11-point lead into the locker room at halftime. The Golden State Warriors end up getting the win 121 to 106 against the Los Angeles Lakers. These two teams, they have a lot of interaction with their fans and the Raiders. There's a lot of fans from the Bay Area that are Raider fans that are also Warriors fans. There are a lot of fans in Southern California that are Raider fans and also are Laker fans. I'm not a LeBron guy. So I'm on hiatus when it comes to my Lakers. I'm waiting for him to leave the Lakers to get back on my team. Heck, I was a fan with D'Angelo Russell, with Julius Randle, with Brandon Ingram. Team wasn't doing great, but I was there for them. LeBron came over. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a hiatus on my Lakers. I always liked the Warriors because they were neighbors with the Raiders. And I liked Steph Curry and Klay Thompson because I got to meet them before they blew up. I met them out in Southern California. So right now I'm on the Warriors side. Let's see how they do if they're able to get that comeback on that series and win three in a row. Number one yesterday. Let's see if they get another one tomorrow. Let's go back to the Raider Nation listener line here at the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. We got Mitch from New Jersey calling in. Mitch, always great to hear you, man. Hey, Zos. How you doing, Harry? It's great to hear you. You know, you should be on every day. I, I, I have a slot for you between Clay and, and JT. Man, hey, ten, how it, easy was that? I, I figured it out. There you go. There's a, there's a time slot. 10 to noon. Now, Rich Eisen, man, we got to have him on the air, too. He's fantastic. But, hey, one step at a time, we'll figure it out. But so for now, I got part-time jobs. I got freelance jobs. So I come in whenever I get the call, and I'm available. So it's been awesome being here for JT. What do you have in your mind, Mitch? Well, because the schedule release is coming in hot. Post, uh, Q. What I got, I, 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 it's going to be a tough – got the toughest schedule. It's the toughest division. So, I mean – Especially against the Chargers in KC, I'm looking forward to that. I like to get the the road games over with. I, I 
that's great. Maybe, maybe the first first four games of the season should be on the road. And the bye is too early in my book. I like the draft. Defense, three defense linemen. And um, I like the quarterback they drafted. Maybe he has a, a good chance to uh, be a decent, good backup. But when you say that DTR, Tanner Key would have been a better choice, Harry. And the- um, and I, I know you're on Spanish radio with the Raiders. I wish you could be doing the Dodgers too, because I can, you know, one of the stages. I'm a Clipper fan, and I wish LeBron came to the Clippers. Same arena. I don't know. Maybe he didn't know about it. Same arena would have been great with LeBron. Maybe, maybe the Clippers may able to get Bronny, which USC's gotten for at least Ooh. one year. That would yeah, be interesting. Bronny and LeBron or my Clippers. What do you think? And thanks for taking my call, brother. Of course, Mitch. Always great hearing from you. I mean, that would be interesting, right? If Bronny ends up getting drafted by the Clippers and instead of playing with LeBron, he plays against him, that would be fun. But of course, LeBron, he owns he's the owner of his destiny. He gets to pick and choose wherever he goes. So that's gonna be very, very interesting. And we'll see what ends up happening there. Let's go now to San Jose to talk with Jose. How are you, Jose? Hola, hermano. This is actually Big Jose from East San Jose. It's a pleasure and honor to finally speak with you. We've uh, we've connected a couple of times on Twitter, but I've never had the honor to speak with you. It's a, pre- it's a privilege and a pleasure. So and what do you I have in do, mind, I man? Do... Because, I mean, the schedule release, I'm right now, I'm so excited, nervous. I don't know what to express. But Big Jose, I mean, dude, this is going to be a big time for for us right now. Yeah, I'm actually excited because a lot of people, a lot of people in the nation are really down on the regime. And that's because we've been uh, exposed to such mediocrity over the course of the last three decades. We don't understand when something is being done the correct way. Right. So I'm excited to see now that, you know, where we go from here, because we actually took a smart choice at seven. It wasn't one of those things where I had to convince myself that we got a good pick. All the way through the, the draft, I was very excited about all the players that we picked up, and I said, yeah, I could see the thinking behind that. Even the Trey Tucker one, because it addressed special teams, a shotgun, uh, you know, the approach to, you know, kickoff returns and punt returns and kick coverages. So I really like the picks that were made, and I'm really excited. And before I go, I just want to say one thing, and I'll let you translate that. Hermano, tu estimado presencia en el radio nos llena con mucho orgullo when you're Hispanic, when you're being brown from this side of town. You know what I mean? So thank you very much for all that you do. And uh, greetings from uh, East San Jose, and I'm out. Hey, it's an honor, Big Jose, and I appreciate you, man. I appreciate all the Latino community showing up all the time and seeing you guys at the tailgates. That's always fantastic. And But for me, Raider Nation, we have no color. We have no race. It's all one nation. It's the Raider Nation. We all support each other. And the silver and black, we always attack. And someone that always attacks is my man, Gangsta Raider. How you doing, Gangsta? What's up, homeboy? You know what I'm saying? My boy from the land. I love when you be on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm feeling you. I'm with you. I'm going for Golden State, too, though. But, you know, I'm a Clipper fan. You know what I'm saying? I noticed a few years ago when the Clippers was playing Golden State, all the Laker fans was going for Golden State. Talking about it's all Cali. It's all Cali. But I'm like, we in the same city as y'all. What happened to all L.A.? You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to support another team from the Bay, but y'all can't support a team that's right across the hallway from y'all? So that's why I'm rooting for Golden State because the Lackers, because I call them the Lackers, because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, how you going to call the Lakers in the city with no lakes? You know what I'm saying? They call the Lakers because they represent Minnesota, the land of a thousand lakes. They even got the purple and gold from Minnesota Vikings. You know what I'm saying? So they represent Minnesota, not L.A. But anyway, back to the schedule release. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think we're going to open up against the Chargers. We always open up against the Chargers for some reason. 
And what I really look for, I like to look for the buy. I like the buy, especially with this um seventeenth game. I mean, with the um seventeen yeah, games, games now. Yeah. yeah, I really like the I like the buy no earlier than the ninth or tenth week because it's like almost like right that smack dab in the middle of the season. You know what I'm saying? We get a buy, rest up or whatever. And also, I'm not liking that um Christmas Day game in Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? I'm not liking that. But too late, too cold. Uh, yeah, I think it's too late in the city. And if it was if it was in Vegas, it'd be perfect. You know what I'm saying? But it's in Kansas City in Christmas. Only thing, it's a day game. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad it's not a night, cold night game. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we just had to go ruin Christmas. Like we ruined Thanksgiving for the um the cowgirls when we went to their house on Turkey Day and ruined Thanksgiving. We got to do the same thing for the Chiefs. We got to ruin Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And another thing I try to look for is to see if we got any late any other late season cold games like in Pittsburgh, Buffalo, or New York, anything like that, where it's cold, it's going to be outside. You know what I mean? That's what I look for in the schedule. But I, I, I predict we're going to open up against San Diego. Like we, I mean, the Chargers, the um, L.A. supposedly L.A. Chargers. But you know what? The Chargers is the original football team in L.A. So I can't even front. You know what I'm saying? They're the L.A. Chargers. We, I think we could open up against them like we usually do. But I hope we end the season this year against um denver Ooh. you know what i'm saying and clinch think, a playoff spot in week 18 mm-hmm. at home that would be fantastic gangster raider you know i appreciate your calls all the time man shout out all, all the way out there to socal hope to see you soon out here in vegas brother for sure for sure keep it gangster y'all Raiders! he's out what up gangster so for me the weekend always starts on thursday And Modelo is the way to go. Modelo is an official cerveza of the Raiders and the official beer of fans with the fighting spirit. Modelo, rooted in the heart of the Raider Nation. Drink responsibly. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Get yourself some Modelos out here this weekend on the Vegas Strip. Let's go to a break and we'll be back with our number two of the JT The Brick Show on Raider Nation Radio. 